0: What's up, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another awesome episode of Evening Alpha. I'm your host, Todd. We are here again. Thank you, guys. It's the start of another week. We love you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. Um, Man, oh, man, we got so much great stuff coming up today. Uh, In just a moment, I cannot wait to introduce our guest tonight. I think you guys are going to be very excited. I'm excited to learn more about this project. It looks freaking awesome, so I'm, I'm super stoked. In meantime, we're going to jump in really quick to a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, so first up, pay attention, adult fantasy people, adult fantasy. A uh, couple things you got to know this week. A couple things are coming up. Really, really cool. Very first thing you need to know is that we are giving away uh, an NFT. We're giving away an ash can nft so the ashcan edition nft we know we have the origin comic the drop is coming up we are in uh manufacturing and production i guess what do you manufacturing do you see that for nfts i don't really know we're in the process of making the darn thing uh so it's underway and so what we're doing tonight on this stream uh we are going to be giving away an nft and ashcan edition all you have to do is on youtube comment like and subscribe to the channel so comment, like, and subscribe, and we're going to pick somebody and uh, you will be hand delivered digitally, of course, uh, Ashcan NFT. Uh, so again, h- hook us up, comment, like, subscribe, win that NFT. It's all yours. Also under the adult fantasy house, uh, we are currently uh, underway in the judging of the biography bounty so thank you to everybody who submitted their bio ideas for the next great adult fantasy character um the biographies are freaking awesome man i read some of them they're just awesome you guys kicking ass like i thought i was gonna have to write more and kind of do a tutorial on how to do that but uh thanks for making my day easier because you guys rock uh so so the judging will be underway for that so good luck to everybody and because the judging is going underway for the biography bounty that also means that the art bounty contest is going to be ready tomorrow so uh, you know hopefully but we're pretty sure we can have it ready tomorrow so the art bounty contest will go down live tomorrow it's my favorite part i don't know why uh, but the art bounty remember is uh is uh for royalties right the bio is to be is to win royalties the art contest is to win royalties on the next drop so if you win the biography bounty or you win the art bounty you will be included in the uh primary sales of the next drop so it is our way of saying thank you for helping us actually create this universe uh so nft giveaway Comment, like, and subscribe on YouTube. Judging is underway for the biography and the art bounty contest. We'll be ready tomorrow. Again, those are for royalties, so please uh, uh, help us out. We'd love to see your work, and um, we're going to start doing some live streams, of course, to to help with with the art side and and some other things. <clears throat> I'll probably start doing that if not tomorrow, then then Wednesday. So uh, we love you guys. We love you. All right. Enough about me, and enough about adult fantasy. Um, I am super stoked to introduce tonight our, our wonderful guest, uh, Scott from Specs of Dust. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Thank Good, you. Good, dude. So, so first question, really the only question is kind of the question we always ask people is um, tell me about Specs of Dust, dude. It looks awesome.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. Appreciate that. And yeah, really, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm a fan of the show. It's great. And uh, your work is also amazing. So this is totally an honor. And Really, really appreciate it, and thank you for reaching out about it. Um, but sure. Spectre Dust, yeah, Spectre Dust. Um, it's so it's a it's a comic project, and we're using uh, NFTs to be able to vote on the story of the comic. That's at its core what it's about, and um, the story itself. There's some some parameters that have been set up, and we're kind of writing it as we go along. But you have kind of the lore uh, out of the gate, and want the community to also help out and you know, to kind of decide that too and leave it open and let people interpret it however they want
0: later on. That's really awesome, man. Like I, I got to say, so if you guys, for those who haven't seen the art style, it's, it's a really interesting style. It, it's, it's very classically animated. Uh, and I love the fact that it has, I, I love the concept. It's like, you know, so these, these characters are particles, right? Like how, how does that, how did you like, I guess my question is like for the story and how you're coming up with this, this broader vision for this, because it's not just a comic, right? We got this, anim- this uh, NFT project. Sure. So how, how are you like, how do you, how did you come up with the concept of these specs of dust and how does that actually tie together to, to something bigger? Um, yeah. So the specs are, are aliens. And, um, I've, I always
1: kind of thought to you that even, I mean, I, I'm a fan of science fiction and I'm also not much of a, I'm not a scientist by any means. So I don't know how any of it works. I just like the the idea of it. So, um, but I always thought, like, oh, it'd be kind of fun. Like, what if they're aliens that were actually really small? I mean, you always assume maybe aliens are the size of, of us or, you know, the size of like an animal or something like that. But what if like they were just really small, but also really intelligent? And, you know, maybe um, that can help them travel through the universe faster if they're smaller, get through like wormholes or something. And, or what if they're also ancient aliens? What if they've been around forever and they've, they've explored the universe, but they just don't really understand it because they're just small and they can't quite, you know, even interact with anybody? Um, so it's kind of the, 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 the general idea and, um, also it's kind of funny to you that. Like, you know, what if, uh, yeah, if they can never actually interact with anybody and they're just trying to make sense of it. I mean, and they can't communicate with anybody. What does that do you, I mean, will they ever find the answers? And yeah, that whole premise to me is just, it seems kind of ridiculous. And yeah, just also to invent like a,
0: a fun, like alien species. It's, it's great. Like, totally open-ended. I
1: mean, it's great. That's,
0: that's pretty cool, man. It's almost like, I mean, I, I always like concepts. I, well, I should say, I, th- I always think that the best concepts are ones that can kind of touch on like that Whovian Doctor Who um, oh, yeah. angle, not just of science fiction, but where, you know, Doctor. one of the reasons why Doctor Who is brilliant is because it's a premise that makes sense for the, for the universe it's in, and you can pretty much do anything, right? <laughs> so as a creator, if one episode Doctor, Doctor Who is is at the very edge of the universe and fighting aliens in the future... The next episode he's talking to andy warhol in the factory in the 60s you know like he can do literally there's no story that you, you can't do and i i think you've kind of touched on something potentially anyway that that has those potentialities right because you're talking about about these these specs who are not human and so you have the potential to to uh explore an alien world but that alien world could literally be the hair on the back of a dog right so so you have these interesting ways that they could interact with uh various uh elements both both in their own through their own perception and, and also through like our perception as like bigger organisms or something does that make sense oh yeah totally yeah um that's all, yeah that's kind of the uh, yeah at the, the base of the idea too is write it open-ended
1: enough and you just set the the lore you set the rules set the parameters you have that structure it's like okay like then just like let it go and just see what, what happens and just like give it a good push basically and i think if you set it up like that um and you want it to really have no ending i mean it could maybe it'll never have an ending it just keeps going on or you know whatever it, it's it could be anything so that's like that's the fun of it and i think you know also when people make up their own lore make up their own characters later on i think that's that's what makes it kind of fun and you know different so you started this off as a, this, it started off as a comic, right? Um, yeah. No, it, it's always been a comic, actually. Well, yeah, uh, I should probably say, it, like, to back up, I this is probably actually the fourth or fifth time I've tried to start this this comic. And I've, <laughs> I started it when I was, like, 17, like, in high school, just, like, doodling in class and, like, the, you know, side of the notes. And um, this is, like, how I failed calculus class. I just, like, literally was just, like, oh, you know, I could just connect comics. And I just started working on this comic book in class. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but it, <sighs> i i just tried it many times and i also feel like like so many things have gotten in the way of getting it or to, to get it done or get it set up to the point where it could just go and usually those things involved like you know the amount of time for it or uh, like just work or you know a lot of a lot of other factors and this is the only time where it actually there's actually people that are actually like looking at it now and there's time to actually do it like i actually have a good a good routine now like i can i can do this now and it feels good. I also feel like the style I'm working in is probably, I can work a lot faster. And I've kind of found this simplified style where you can still turn out a story faster. And I've, yeah. I've learned that through animation. Yep. I didn't have that before. So I think it really helps a lot to you know keep it moving along.
0: Yeah, that's one of the reasons why it's the same thing, dude. Like When we started adult fantasy, um, the reason why I chose the style I did for the season one characters um, it was, was specifically because I wanted to find a style, an art style that I could flow between like a, like a perfect, I was trying to go for like a perfect balance between comics and animation where mm-hmm. an animator or an animation producer or studio could look at it and say, there's the animated character for the, for the third three quarter standing, you know, the standing three quarter shot for the model sheet and on the other side, a comic artist could say, oh, well, here's enough detail, you know, if they wanted, when they, when comic artists want to add their own style and kind of interpret the character and in, in the way they normally interpret through their own technique, they would have enough detail to say, okay, well, here's, here's how we could move forward with it. Right. So yeah. it kind of strike that balance and animation was really, really pivotal for me, man. Like, like I was, when I was in high school and college, um, you know, I, all I wanted to do was pencil comics. So I trained myself to pencil comics and, you know, in comics you're, you're kind of trained to be able to create one page a day, you know, but there's no time limit on that one page a day. So you end up spending like 17 hours on the page. You know what I mean? You're just like, until you pass out, you're like, gotta make it right. And, um, when I got into animation, you know, you're, you're drawing thousands and thousands and thousands of cells. Um, um you know both both now digitally and previously when we were using paper like and and so you really had to get good at getting used to the style and finding the shapes of the of the objects you were drawing like the character like the arm and the head and the note like you had to just get it down and go um and and it got me so much faster in my drawing ability uh and it was and i think you kind of touched on something it's such a the reason I'm, I'm, i'm kind of calling that out is because i think it's such a it's such a professional way to look at something right like most people don't think about what you just said in terms of like oh well this is a style that i can i can convey all of the information that i need to convey as a storyteller and as a creator and i'm getting rid of all the superfluous stuff right oh, yeah. the extra crap and it also fits into a place where i'm not going to slam i have to slam my face against the wall i can i can do what i need to do and and enjoy it right and that's a, that's a huge thing it's also one of the reasons why in comics like you look at someone's comic work in their 20s and 30s and you compare it and compare it to what they're doing in their like 60s and 70s if they're still drawing and you'll see a slow like like a slow group like gradation almost into going from like hyper detailed anatomically correct work all the way down to like core shapes and basic structures for like really loose character drawing right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. because you can't you can't go f- that hard when you're in your 70s right and so they they're forced to find another style that can fit into a to their lifestyle right yeah unless you're like yeah. like rubber crumb or something like that you're just, yeah. like,
1: you just just like crazy and crazier as you're getting better yeah but uh but totally though yeah i think that that efficiency just it's like that way of um yeah, like what are the most essential pieces and it was like it reminds me of this time i went to a comic shop and i was looking at all these these really complete books and i was just thinking like man i want to make like a book so bad and like i would just make these little short comics and we're talking to the guy at the store and he's like seeing everything come through and it's like you know how do you just make a book like that like what like what, what do you what would you recommend like what is your advice from what you've seen and his advice was i mean just find a style that you can do quickly and do simply and then just, just stick to it and don't overthink it. And then just yeah. let it come out. And even if you wanna revise it, just, just like get it done. And then that's, that's how these things happen. You don't wanna get stuck in these, these small details forever and then never let it move along. That's and right. uh, I was also working on a project even during, like my, my COVID project before even NFTs. I was working on this more ambitious comic and it was way longer. And um, I, I just kept like condensing and getting just so stuck that it now is only like, like 40 or like, it's like 35, 40 pages or so. Mm-hmm. But even that took so long to do, and I don't know, like it's I a like burnout, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, the burnout level. I had to stop so many times, and I, I still haven't even released it or done anything with it yet because I'm just still sitting on it, and it's like that project on
0: the side. But yeah. and I think the other thing too, man, to, that I, I really find interesting about about your approach and, and kind of how you've made this decision from the jump is that, like, the other thing that artists, and this is a comic artist thing as well, and, and traditional artists too when you when you're sitting down and you're trying to go like balls out where you're just like okay i'm gonna really put everything into and then tell me if this work happened to you with that 45 pager like you go into it and you're working really hard into it and by the time you've hit the 45th page for instance you look back at that first page and you're like fuck, that sucks because there's actually like a you've actually grown as an artist and maybe you're drawing a little better maybe you're getting better or maybe you're now looking back and you're like oh that panel blows or i wish i had drawn that better or whatever whereas with animation styles, once you've actually locked the style and you're like, this is the way it's drawn. Like yeah. you might criticize yourself for a bad shot or, oh, I could have told that story better, but there's no degradation of style across. I mean, you can, you can, the day one drawing Powerpuff Girls or Dexter's Laboratory, you could, you could draw that every day oh, for yeah. the rest of eternity and have it be exactly the same. So yeah. there's no degradation of style and it looks, like, it's a really interesting way of unifying a universe, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, it's like, a, that's like
1: a good rule to follow, I think. And um, yeah, and even like the style I found currently too, was just, I was doing a lot of just ink drawings with the brush and, you know, I spent too much time on them. And there's a certain point where, it, you know, it's like, how do you, like, if I was to ever animate this, like that, that's the goal eventually. But if, I'm, if I want to animate it, why am I spending time doing this and making it more detailed? Like I really need to just find a simplified way to work. And um, that's why I ended up with the style currently. So a little bit of exploration to get there, but but it's worth it. And I think it, even like with color and stuff too, it's a different way to look at it. I was not using color before in my work and yeah, it's cool to, like, I feel like, I feel okay about this the style now. I'm like, all right, this is like, I can do this and
0: take a while, you know, use the rules basically. So you mentioned, you mentioned a minute ago that like, <clears throat> before, you tried to do this before you tried to do specks of dust before and it, and there were things that got in the way, right? And and I'm curious, like what 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 were those things? I mean, was it just a style thing, or or what was getting in the way, and why were you why were you able to kind of break through it this this time?
1: Oh yeah, no, yeah. So style is one of the biggest factors. Um, I I think I changed the style. Of this probably I don't know, maybe like yeah, every time it's been different. Um, but but every time I would always look at it, and I would, I would get like couple few pages into it or something and I had the story all sketched out it's been like a year sketching it out like right, I'm gonna do this now and then go to begin illustrating and then I would just I would hate the way I was drawing it. I would just look at it and like I don't want, I don't like this it's not it doesn't work you know and it would just never never progress or I'd get far enough into it and then just eventually hate it and then just know not want to do it anymore and um that was that was a, that was a factor it was like hard and hard thing to get over but I was also younger in my my career in general too and I I don't know, I was still exploring different styles. I was doing collage work, I was doing, you know, painting and I was working as a sign painter for a bit too and just yeah. a lot of different styles. So I was still trying to find what that was. Um, but then also, yeah, just the amount of time I have to spend, you know, working and trying to juggle a full-time job and how much energy to put into, you know, working for somebody versus working on your own stuff. And, you know, I even as this, the sign painter job that I had for a while, it was, you know, you're climbing on a ladder and you're putting up a sign and you're painting something. and it's really exhausting. And then at the end of the day, the last thing you want to do after riding the subway home in like New York city or something, is just come to your apartment with no windows and then just try to like work on stuff. It's, it's so depressing and there's zero energy for it. Then you have to just do the next thing the next day and it just never ends. And it's so hard to just get ahead and actually make a creative project and have it work. And I don't know. I just, even now I feel like the most stable, like the happiest, the most um, comfortable, just everything. I think like I have understood efficiency a little more with working and I feel a lot just, yeah. It's like, it hasn't been like this before. And this is, this is the time. Like if I was ever to do it, it's right now. And yeah. this is
0: it, you know, and then the NFT thing changes everything too. It's a yeah. whole different variable thrown in there. Yeah. That's, that's so true, man. I mean, yeah. I, one of the reasons why like, yeah, I spent my time as in, when I was animating and directing and stuff, I, I spent, um, most of my time you know obviously like you're running a, I was running a small studio and and so you're spending most of your time working for client stuff like you know you're just doing animation which is great I love it you know um but then the, I can I can absolutely relate to like to to clock kind of hitting the buzzer clocking out from client work and then you like grab dinner or something and you're like cool I really want to move forward on my project or whatever and you get and you and you you know for me I would always break up break up the day because I usually worked out of my studio or worked out of my house apartment and then so i'd break it by going out getting something to eat or you know getting a cup of coffee or something coming back to the apartment and um sit down and try to work and then it was just like so fucking hard man like you just spent a dozen hours doing it but already at a high high energy level for something else and just to start it's very difficult to start from like start your day from scratch on a project at six seven eight nine ten o'clock at night when yeah. you're working all day on something else, it's, it's really impossible. Like it's, so, <laughs> it's, I was like, dude has a tail. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> so, um, so one yeah. of the things I'm also curious, man, is like, you know, I know, I know that with, with Specs of Dust, it's not just about, it's not just about Scott making comics and Scott making NFTs and, and Scott doing Scott's thing. Like you're, you're. Bringing in elements of storytelling and and kind of breaking boundaries in the space by by bringing in like like holders, right? Like you call I think you call them like Odyssey holders. Like, yeah,
1: so there's uh, yeah a couple couple phases of the project. The first one was um, doing uh, Origins. That's like the, uh, the, the the first pass basically. And then um, the people that own Origins, they'll we're gonna do like little airdrops of artwork over time. So there's you know benefit to holding that. And then we have the odyssey holders and that's more of the uh the pfp collection and those people uh those holders they're gonna be able to choose the story so there's different benefits to each but yeah um that, that was the idea so yeah and also being able to choose the story it was that's another one of those things that was the big hang up like trying to not overthink the story too much and you spend all this time thinking about it and having a big plan for it and then you know suddenly it's just overthinking. It. it's like like do i want to, be to do this and then Hearing the audience, like like if you ask people, like oh, what would you rather see next, and having them pick that, that's that's a benefit to doing it this way. And I feel like it's, um, yeah, it's a little experiment too. But I, I think it's it, it's a it's, it's a solution to one of the biggest hangups I've I've probably had in the past.
0: Uh, so like that's uh, yeah, I, I love I love that. I think it's really important. Like you have you know when when you're giving people the ability in any way to to jump into the project on any level, you know what I mean? Like like for for AF for, for us, you know, we're trying to like do it a hundred percent, you know, but it's not necessarily the right way. It's just a way. Right. Um, and I I love, and I, I think this is, I don't know if it's exclusive to storytelling projects or projects that are based in kind of like our space, but it certainly seems that projects that are, have some kind of storytelling component, whether they're the the comic-based ones or animation-based ones or film-based ones even some of the game ones like if their core focus is the storytelling side like they're public about storytelling is important you know like like you know you think it's obvious and then you realize that most people don't know jack about it you know but like so much that we're like a niche in a niche but but like for the for the projects that actually are really focused on storytelling they seem, and maybe this is my bias, and maybe it's just the the anecdotal stuff from the projects that I talk to, but it seems like pretty much everybody that's in the storytelling space is really open about about having the audience having having holders not just beholders, right? Actually, like involving people in the story on some level, and it varies project to project. Yeah. But but bringing people into the process um, so that they can on the at the, at the least, at the smallest side, at least understand the process and like, Hey, this is how you put together a story, or this is how we're putting together a comic or, or what have you, yeah. you know, all the way up to like, Hey, what do you guys, what do you think the next story should be? Or what do you think the next project should be? What do you think? Should the character go left or right? You know, what should the next character be? Like, once yeah. you start playing with this, I think it really opens up, um, such a universe of possibility for for people and involvement and to me it's the core of what web 3 is you know it's oh, the stuff i dreamed of as a kid like you know it's i think it's hard for people to really understand because r- relatively we're all small projects you know what yeah. i mean like even even board ape is not you know disney or marvel yet you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and like if if you would ask me as a teenager even as a college student hey man um would you like to write a spider-man comic or or do your sample pages for for the amazing spider-man and, and and do a backup story and if we use it we'll publish it and you'll get a cut you will pay even if it was like a flat rate for, we're talking about royalties and all kinds of you know yeah, stinking, yeah. all that kind of crazy nft stuff but even if they had just been and we'll pay you a page rate if we decide to use that story. i would have been sending stuff every week like there would have been non they would have been non-stop submissions and they just these companies never thought of this stuff you know what i mean Oh totally, yeah, yeah, no. It's um, it's it's such a unique
1: time to do this sort of thing, and also there's there's also t- a tremendous amount of NFT hate, and I think a lot of it is probably um, you know, a lot of the way a lot of projects have been running, and maybe like people doing like like rug pulls and all these these horrible things that you know really give it a bad name. But to actually combine it with something like, with storytelling and to actually do it this way, um, I think it, it it's a it, it brings a new level of value into a project for somebody. And it's, it's like, oh, you know, like I was, I, I had like 12 of these, these votes and, you know, I, I swayed the story at this point, like, you know, here's like the, the book of it. And, you know, this, this would be different if I wasn't in this project, you know, or have, have that kind of thing is kind of a, a cool reward. I think for somebody that's into a project or that likes the story I, that's cool happening. And, um, even storytelling by itself too, even, even outside of, uh, the NFT world, even like brands and all kinds of companies too storytelling is, such a huge way to even like market something or to even um you know have somebody relate to what the product is i mean you could put something out there and somebody may not even you know why, why would they care about it if they don't know what it is or there's no no context and you know that's like you've got like even on twitter for the nft world now and it just seems like everything is storytelling everybody's talking about it now and nobody mm-hmm. seems to really fully understand like what it, what it means but people are like oh Show me a uh, storytelling NFTs, and you know it's like a million different answers to this one question. But it's like here we are, and we're doing this right now. And We could establish that we could set the the standard of what that means, and it's it's so it's really exciting to me. Like it's such a cool way to do it, and you know to also completely cut out the uh, these like you know corporations or whatever else is in the way usually of this kind of stuff traditionally, and you can just do your
0: own thing, write your own script. Yeah, and I think I think too. The, the cat's out of the bag. Like we've, like, your project has done it, my project has done it. Pretty much any anyone in the NFT space who's been working in in storytelling has kind of kind of helped to do it. But it's a the Pandora boxes box has been opened, and I don't I don't think it's possible to not do this now. Meaning like, regardless of what people think about it at the moment. Um, and sure, you're going to get massive hate. Um, I want to definitely talk about NFT hate in a minute, but more, but like because it's a thing but um but you know you have these large companies like the hollywood studios and all this and they're they're interested and they're kind of getting involved but they're getting involved because they kind of feel like they have to right which so- is also the way it should be and what what's so interesting is that I don't know what it's going to be or what projects going to do it but i think we all know that there's going to be a project that's going to be the next blockbuster film there's going to be a project that's the next blockbuster animation there's going to be a plot project that's the next blockbuster comic or whatever and and when that happens there is no turning back every single company is going to have to go through this like we they're all going to have to do it um the, the way that i can relate this in a direct way is um so i was at i was at cartoon network uh pretty much from the jump like when cartoon network started so and and uh uh they you know they were doing traditional animation and you know a lot of the spots there were like 10 minute 10 minute uh animations and they put two animations in an episode so you would get like two episodes of powerpuff girls and a in a a, one episode right um and that was fine and then uh Something called South Park came along, and from a producer, from like an executive producer perspective, destroyed the industry. Man, yeah. like those guys came out, and it was like they made it. How, I mean, I remember the conversations by like pissed off executives, <laughs> and like they made it for how much? Yeah. You know, like it's made of it's construction paper, and like yeah. we were pa- we were passing around the VHS tape of their of their pilot you know like being like no way these guys fuck. it was a total middle finger to like not just animation studios but it was like from an animation perspective like those guys were just giving a big old middle finger to the way everything was done and yeah. um and that was great because they made a bazillion dollars and they 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 did the spread on what they made versus what they spent was fantastic for them as fantastic for for comedy central at the time however the, the tidal wave that it created was that the very next season, everyone's budget was basically like, cool. So we're, we're going to start making animation for $5,000 an episode. And you're like, what? Like they went from like a quarter million at the time to like 5k. And, and, that was really, I mean, that that was basically the birth of Adult Swim. Was them trying that whole network? Adult Swim was basically built at the start to compete with South Park. It's like we don't know what's going to hit. Let's do a bunch of stuff for under five k. You know, C Lab, where they already had the animation. All you have to do is write the script and change the dialogue, and all that stuff was made to to fight against South Park. Yeah, and, and to this day, it's kind of, it never changed. Like you don't really see. Like oh we're gonna do a Saturday morning cartoon and it's or whatever or a season and it's gonna and we're gonna do like half a million an episode like those those still happen but they're 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 far between man like the budgets get cut because they they have the ability to limit the animation now right
1: oh yeah yeah no it's also uh, just like crazy hearing you talk about this stuff too because it's like the stuff you've you've like worked on like adults on all these things it's it's totally like. You know, like watching it decision such an impressionable age, impressionable age and being like yeah well, i want to do that like that's that's awesome and then uh i don't know it just it's so cool like you know now it's like here we are but uh you know i think this this time period too it's one of those kind of things where I've, you see the way things are established and the way people work and you know you, you like you apply for these jobs and things and, like nothing ever sticks and then it's like you know what is that opportunity like what is what is that that big seismic shift that's going to happen that'll you know that's going to create a new opportunity and that 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 new door to walk in that hasn't happened before yeah. and i was just like always like waiting for that like i never figured out what that was and going like through college or like my 20s everything just never really found it and then i just feel like this is the new this is like the new standard the way people are using nfts to do these sort of projects like this this is it and um you know maybe it's not maybe there's like less you know money involved later on or whatever maybe things change but just that fundamental um, usage of it. I think this is this is it. And you know, if you're a young artist now or trying to start out, or you want to self fund yourself in some way, I mean, maybe Patreon was the way to do that. Maybe you just try to build your subscriber base. You have Only fans, really, for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like do that route. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but, uh, like, depends on what your uh, your you know your your industry is, but yeah, no, but it, like that's like one option. I mean, you can you can go for like build your subscriber subscribers and try to convince people to. Do like a monthly kind of project and but yeah you, or you could do it this way and you could actually have holders you can have like you know stakeholders in your, in your project of some sort and that people actually like really be in it um it's cool it's it's very different and yeah i think we're like, yeah. we're like we're into something that's new yeah.
0: in a bit. Yeah. I, I will say though i i am a mean pole dancer so <laughs> uh really quick let's jump into let's jump into chat see who's here for the night uh dusty what's up man welcome welcome what's up dude thank you so much as always man willie d what's up lfg how you doing willie good to see you kg what's up man uh-huh let's go mk what's up dude welcome good mo- gm lurking that's all right rages is here what's up rages how you doing rages uh i'm actually working on a, 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 an original sketch for rages he turned in his uh we have this thing called a, a an original sketch cover on one of our nfts and Regis uh, has commanded me to, to create a couple of characters for him, so I, I will be done. It's on my drawing table, actually, right now. That's awesome. um, Mastiff, what's up, dude? Let's LDG, let's duck and go. What's up, Mastiff? How are you, sir? Um, uh, Tyler, what's up, man? Welcome. LFG, specs for life. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing, man? Welcome. Natasha, let's go. Uh, TK's... TK going strong. What's up, TK? How you doing? Specs for life. Uh, Ray just wants to know if Scott is Dusty's brother. Um, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Not that I'm aware but good yeah. Another mother. A brother from another <laughs> mother. Um, uh, what's up, Ensayo Floor? What's up? Oh, I got that. Ensayo Floor. I, I think I got it. What's up? <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for showing up. Good evening. Good evening. Um, Massive says, awesome session, guys. Uh, and then he says, "Dusty's doppelganger, a new AF character," <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good idea. Apparently, hell yeah, Well guys! Thank you so much for coming out tonight, as always. Um, uh, oh, and don't forget, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, gonna pitch. Don't forget to leave a comment, hit the like button, subscribe. We're giving away an NFT, an, Ash, an uh, adult fantasy ashcan edition. So, uh, free NFT, comment, like, subscribe, and we'll be picking somebody uh, later to to be the winner. Um, I don't know if we're doing that on stream, but. You you will know we promised. Um, so, dude, you you mentioned a couple of things that that really I kind of took a little note on. Um, the first was uh, NFT hate, and I'm I'm curious about this because we we got um, I wouldn't say we got a lot of it. Uh, we got we definitely got hate uh, and fud and all that good stuff when you kind of launch. Um, from different corners um I haven't gotten personally a lot from from traditional comics and animation but that's also because like they don't know you know what I mean like I, I I've been so I just was like okay cool nfts nft space nft people um and and just kind of taking care of our our tribe you know like yeah. have you have you personally like had any of that nft hate come back to you as as like someone's in animation or doing comics like has it hit um, you yet no I mean no,
1: nobody's really uh, I've I, I, I witnessed a lot of it. And uh, there's people also I know that definitely don't don't like it or they're kind of against the technology. Um, and I think it's one of those things too, especially people in the tech world, it's kind of one of those things where, cool, we have this thing, it's like, what you can do with it. And then let's figure out what problem we're going to solve now. And it's uh, it's like putting the cart before the horse. And I think for some people too, that that, that might be an issue. And that's like how the tech industry does work. And it, it's, I don't know, it's not a deal but that's that's one factor but then also yeah I think there's just a lot of um it, it is a very aggressive it could be a very aggressive kind of um way to approach even art which is like usually like not aggressive at all and you have like something's like finance and tech and then art like combined yeah. and it's like things that it's like haven't really gone together really well before and it's like boom here we go let's do it and then it's just it's kind of it's kind of funny to, to witness but um but it is really cool too and it's really different and it's one way to use it uh, maybe maybe there's other ways that are probably better that we'll figure out at some point yeah but yeah I think um, people that don't seem to like it much or I think people that don't really know enough about it maybe I think they don't really see like the full potential of it and um, yeah I think um, I think there's yeah there's there's a lot that can be done like it, it's, it's it's kind of overwhelming and I, I think but it's still very clunky it feels kind of like we're using, like, 1990s internet or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the AOL of, uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: and conversations I've had, people are like, well, like, you know, what is the value of this? Like, you know, why, why would I want to get this? And it's like, "Well, we also need to, like, do these test cases of these kind of things. I mean, if, you know, people are talking about doing these, like, really complex things with, like, the blockchain and, you know, do you really want to be putting your, your your entire life on this thing or whatever it is in the future without just me, just throwing out a few, like, JPEGs or whatever first and just see how that goes and, you know, like, see if it, it you know, works. Um, so, I mean, there's that, but then um, I do think, like, a lot of the comic world, um, yeah, people that are more traditional that um, don't want to see this kind of stuff progress as, as fast, maybe. Um, they're, you know, kind of maybe company that like more traditional art and the way that's been. Um, maybe they're just more against that kind of thing, that kind of change, and don't want to see the industry um, evolve like that. And I understand that side of it, too. So, I think even with this project, it's, you know, if I could find a way to combine comics and nfts which i feel like are still like kind of butting heads at times i mean must be some sort of compromise there and some way to make
0: it work yeah i think i think a lot of it has to i always i always think a lot of it has to do with fear right yeah. like there's there's the there's the fear of change and, and things that we know about but you know fear of the unknown and a lot of that fear is like i don't know how to do this right and so that i'm i'm left out so therefore I, i'm just gonna just kind of cut it off right and and it is interesting that most of the people that I've seen or read uh who really hate NFTs they they I don't think I've met one that actually had a wallet had a MetaMask knew what way was or gas or had done any trading or had purchased an NFT before or felt what it's like to own something or sold something. They don't they've never done it. So it's sort of like that's bad but it's from the perspective of having never experienced it yeah right it's sure. it's it's really it's really um an interesting paradigm and I, and i do think a lot of it and and i've been around long enough now to like have seen the trend this kind of trend before like i remember um you know back in uh, like 2008 uh when lehman brothers crashed especially in manhattan in, in new york city um you know everybody started launching startups. It was kind of the, the crash spawned the boom in tech companies. Cause all these people lost their jobs and they were like, okay, we'll just start our own companies. Yeah. And, um, and basically what happened is, um, when these people started their companies, there was a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, there was a lot of news articles and a lot of hate towards people because, um, Starting companies, uh, you know, uses computation and computation is bad for the environment. And so all of these, all that code has to be stored somewhere. And that creates car, the the same argument, the same exact argument. And what's fascinating to me is that you don't hear that art. Like the number of startups and software companies are, are magnified times a million since 2008. Oh yeah. On Top of which is another million percent with all of us, just regular human people using the internet, we're we're live streaming right now. You know what I mean? Like, 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 but, and, but you don't, the argument disappears when the people, the argument disappeared when the people who were making the complaint either got a job at the companies, right? Not as that they were shilling for one, but they ended up having to get a job at one of those companies because they took over. Um, or they started using the technology themselves and got comfortable with it. Right. Or it just got baked so into their lives that, that it's, it doesn't even become an issue anymore. Right. Not to say that issues don't, don't still exist. Um, it's just to say that the argument tends to dissipate when everybody just acknowledges that it's a thing so much to the point, so much to the point that there are projects now that have that all they're doing and this shows a little bit of like the the give and take of like how a little bit ridiculous the nft hate is right even if some of the points are justified we get it but but you'll you'll see companies the way like you'll see big big companies and they'll be coming out with their nft project and you'll look at it and they don't list the word nft anywhere it just says digital collectible sure yeah all of a sudden the argument's gone. There's no complaining. The people that hate NFTs love digital collectibles. Yeah. And you're just like, well, you know, at first you're like, well, isn't that a little bit misleading? But then you're like, well, not really. You know, it, it's, it's, they are digital collectibles. So if it's, oh, well, they're digital collectibles, they just live on the blockchain or they're, you know, through a smart contract. Like, it's, it's like, is yeah. it really that simple that we just have to change the language a little bit to get around this issue, you know? Yeah, classic like marketing move, or like
1: political move. You just like kind of keep rebranding re- every every few years and just call it something different. And yeah, I mean, it's like it's one way to do it too. But but at its at its core, though, you know, it's like what its biggest issue is maybe energy consumption. Possibly, I, I do think uh I don't know. Yeah, that can be worked on, and I think they are already. And it's like even to stop like whatever like the Bitcoin mining that kind of stuff. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's like oh, that. Yeah, those are issues. um But I think that's also one of those crude problems that I think will. You know be result in time and uh there's also like way worse stuff currently uh, that's out there and you know it's like these people that are also complaining about it are probably also soul driving you know combustible engine cars and all these things so it's like i don't know yeah it is what it is but a lot of times i find these arguments um i don't know it's like the more i look into it the more i'm just like oh, you know it's not. like i don't think they fully understand all
0: of it to say that so yeah yeah it's it's really it's fascinating it's gonna be so interesting to see where all of this is in like 10 years 10 yeah. years which an nft time is like you know 18 lifetimes or something but oh, yeah. yeah but even in 10 years too
1: I, I think i mean what we're seeing um back to like with, uh, even like intellectual property and like these big studios that are like looking to the nft space i mean definitely it's like you're probably gonna find a lot of these like stories and projects developing that'll be the next big movie or program or whatever it is um or even maybe more usage with like things with ticketing or something i mean i i did read some arguments about even nfts as tickets and how you know maybe yep. there's a lot of it's like too slow there's a lot of weird issues with it it's not really like functional now but but then i also read like amc is looking into doing more nft stuff in theaters and so yeah i mean I'm sure once technology improves and things get faster it's just one of those things like it's i don't know you have to like do like to have the crude set up first and then once you have it working it's like all right make find, find efficiencies and make it better over time and mm-hmm. You know we'll, we'll see what happens but it seems like enough people are already
0: doing it that uh i don't
1: know i'm, I'm also like I'm a very realistic optimist so i'm sure me too
0: i know I'm, I'm a i'm a fatal optimist you know it's like so so optimistic it'll probably kill me you know i'll never forget like uh the conversation i had with melissa who's who's uh my wife but she's also our senior dev like she's a she's a senior solidity dev, and um her when i when i was telling her about blockchain and we were getting into nfts or i was getting into nfts like my conversation to explain the space basically came down to me saying look i've bought some magic beans and the beans are going to turn into a bean like a big beanstalk you just gotta trust me and she's like you sold our cow for beans you know it was a little more like wait the kids who can't go to college now because you know but you know whatever it's fine everything's fine 100%. fair market yeah. build market everything's fine but you know <laughs> but yeah it, you know we kind of live in this like this it's such a fantastical uh thing to have to explain to people you know yeah. beyond the technology stuff right which is i think it makes it makes it hard to hard to get into um, yeah
1: yeah but at its core it is it is complicated to even i think trying to explain it to somebody out of the gate, like, all right, like this is your, your crash course email. Can you like, look at this and see if you can understand it? You know, and it's, it's a lot. I mean, like, I feel like most people probably, for right now, the way it works, probably don't have the time even to do that kind of thing. It's definitely uh, takes a certain personality to sit through all of it and get it set up and or already be in it enough to understand it. So I'm curious once that gets better and more improved, you know, and maybe it'll create a wider reach, bigger audiences, that kind of thing eventually in time. We'll
0: see. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um... Juan well, Carlos, what's up? He says uh, you guys are awesome, such an inspiration. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, Inc says Scott's a legend. Awesome interview, Todd. Well, thank no. you, Scott. You are a legend. Oh, uh, sweet. Uh, oh, I see. Cages and Rage, K, KG and Rages, uh have issues uh, commenting because they're because it's a live stream. Uh, yeah, I see. Dusty got him. That's cool. Um, and uh, MK says, uh, "Lol, beans are so accurate. It really <laughs> is." I really did have a conversation. I was like, "So, I want to take some money and out of our savings account, and I'm going to get these tokens and these tokens. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's a it's market, and it's I, I really, you know, it can increase in value, and you know, and she, it was really like the, I don't know, like if you get the that look, you know, in your in your significant other's life, you know, it's <laughs> like I got this look.
1: Yep, thousand yards there. Yep." Yeah. And I was just like, no, really, you know, it was, it was really difficult. Um, um, it was kinda, I've given up on explaining to my, my wife over and over again. She's like, I, I just don't, I don't care.
0: So Dusty says we have a prize wheel when, uh, when I'm ready to pull. All right, we'll do that. We'll do that in a few for sure. So, so, as, so what is, so people get in and they, they jump into the, they jump into Specs of Dust and they get the NFT and they're voting on story, and they're voting on maybe where the project goes, things like that. Yeah. So I guess there's
1: there's two different votes.
0: One is the uh, the story vote, and then one is just more of a general project
1: vote. So you know, if we do, you know, right now, right now we're testing merchandise ideas. We have like one vote, and we did like a tote bag design, like a really simple thing, and everybody is like people voted no so far. So it's like cool. Like I know I know where you guys stand on this. So like let's let's step it up a little bit next time, and you know, so you to have that that um, just temperature check. That's like kind of the, the governance thing that, you know, any, anything, anything big that comes along, like let's put it up for vote and just see what people think about it. I mean, if, if, if people say no, then why would we do that? You know, just, like, this is the audience, like, well, you know, this is what it's for. So, um, yeah, keep it really, really like democratic. Keep it, you know, let people vote on everything. And then, um, yeah, and same with the story. So it's just those two components.
0: Um, yeah. So are you, are you thinking about moving more into like, especially with, from the comic angle, are you thinking about moving more into uh uh into like physicals like comics and stuff like that for the for the pieces or oh yeah i mean
1: that's 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 the goal is I, i'd love to actually do a book a book and self-publish it or even chop it out to publishers or something i mean go that route and and see what happens but yeah i mean for now it's like it'll just live on the, the website and we'll, we'll piece it out as we as we go through it and i think when it's like enough and maybe the story feels like it's at a good bookend like let's let's get the book let's put something out and yeah.
0: there's there's so many good ways to do that I actually um was talking to, we we did an interview with Pinballer uh a few a little bit ago and um they had they they had their own comic and uh that's I think it was Pinballer I'm gonna Apologies to Pinballer if this wasn't your idea but I, I'm pretty sure it was but like there it was such a cool idea where you get the nft and they I think it started off at like four pages the comic so the nft unlocks a comic and the comic like four pages Okay. But what they're doing is they're actually adding to it on a regular basis. So that that NFT will eventually become like a comic. Um, and I don't know if they're, maybe even a graphic novel, but I don't even, I don't know where they're taking it to, but but like they're just continually adding pages to it. So that NFT that you purchase continues to grow, right? Okay. Which I thought was such a cool idea. And it just goes to show like it's it's so, there's so many ways to be inventive. I mean, that almost brings like a, almost like a webcomic uh like like doing like a weekly page drop is such a such a webcomic kind of perspective or we yeah. like even something like a webtoons where you're here's the week's story and you've got your five or ten pages or, or what have you and like but to tie that into like a collectible like a like a comic nft or something is such a unique concept right oh yeah um that's also one of those things like you've been
1: uh, experimenting with like airdrops for these like original holders too. Um, you know, I also realized like hey, you can just you could totally like you know, some of these, you could you could swap the image out on like the NFT and you could actually like you could keep updating it. You could just like, yeah. like Kanye West album like Life of Pablo where you could just keep like, yeah, it's not done. I'll keep it like just changing it on you. And uh like you could, you could do that kind of thing. It's like it's set up for that, which is kind of interesting. I mean, I, I need to think about it a little more and figure out if there's like a way to actually do that well, but it's uh yeah, it's kind of fun. It's like a weird kind of thing. I, I almost feel like that's like good for an airdrop. Like, everyone wants me to pay for something and then just keep changing it on them either without making it very clear <laughs> as it is ahead of time. So PFPs are safe, but maybe the
0: airdrops, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, it's kind of a weird, fun thing that you could do. So have you, and I'm, and I'm asking this only because uh, I know your background with animation and stuff. And like, I know uh, you know i know on your website you've animated a few things right yeah totally like are you planning on or working on like a like a like a animated like animated spots or or commercials or or just kind of promos for it or, or a pilot or something so that, that, that was
1: like the ambitious idea i was like oh it'd be cool to like actually make a animated series out of this but then i was like you know it, it's it's uh i'm like really running like this by myself too like i have a small team of people helping out with things but beyond that like i'm the one creating the stuff it's it's a ton of work like it's it's it'll take forever it'll never get done but if it's about the story moving that along it's probably better to go the comic route and just keep it simple and do it that that way just to get the idea out but you know we'll see maybe eventually it could be but for now it's it's a comic and uh but it's designed to be it could be animated
0: what's the this this is also something that i i love i love asking um because i don't think any of us that have actually done this, uh, knew exactly what we were getting into, right? Yeah. Like it's, oh, yeah. we, we love it, never quitting it, um, but it's a tremendous, to your point, it's like a ton of work, right? Oh yeah. What, what's, what was, what's been the biggest surprise in terms of like something that's been difficult, right? Like I'll give you an example. So like for me, um, you know, I have, I have like a really strong production background. So I, I had no doubt that we could make and deliver the stuff that we were talking about making and deliver, right? Like totally, totally cool. Not a problem. Um, what was the biggest surprise to me was, uh, the heavy involvement in discord right yeah like before before our our community before discord it's like the first discord i ever i ever started ever ran you know now i'm used to it you know because it's been over a year you know it's been like a year or a year and whatever but like it was by far the biggest i was like oh this is like a full-time job like just the discord like setting it up and, and trying to set gates and you know tokenize this and that and like what was, what's been your, what was your biggest surprise so far? And like, at, at least like, like, oh crap, this is an obstacle that I'm gonna have to overcome for this. Uh,
1: probably taxes. Yeah. I would say, uh-huh.
0: yeah, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, God,
1: what am I getting, what am I doing? <laughs> you know? that was it, <laughs> um, that was a nightmare, but, uh, yeah, hopefully I don't get audited or something, but beyond that though, um, no, I think, um, yeah, marketing is, marketing is challenging. I mean, that's one one aspect or even, um, yeah, it's sometimes it's hard to get the word out about something and to make it uh or to explain it to somebody too and especially when you're in a sea of projects that are all pretty interesting and they're all a lot of them are offering really unique utility or um you know have quite some momentum behind them just to put something out there is it's a bit of a challenge i mean it's really it's really difficult to just, just to do and uh it's not like you could just i mean some project projects come out pretty fast and people seem to have them out in no time but it's it's, it's a ton of work Like I. Even like when um, the queen passed away, there was like some NFT project I saw and it was like somebody already did like a whole like PhD collection and it was like a queen themed one. And I was just like, this is like, like hours later, how did you even do that? Like, like how is that even possible? And I, I, I had no idea. It's just, it's so, uh, I don't know. Yeah, the, the speed of it is like, unlike anything I've ever seen. Like by the time you already have an idea and it even goes to market, the market is totally different and you have to completely rethink your plan and everything's upside down. Um, and just throws everything off, which is, you know, that's, that's a huge challenge too. I mean, so fast.
0: Yeah, it really it is true. And I, I think one of the other things that, I think one of the hard things that's coming up that's already, that's really started to happen towards the end, middle of the end of last year, but is actually picking up now, even though it's kind of a, a feels like a quiet time, is that, you know, venture capital is, is in the space now. Um, and, and on its own, that's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, some entrepreneurs want to go out and raise cash. So they have it in the coffers so they can move it at a faster pace. That's really all it is. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what's so interesting and what's kind of challenging is that you now have companies, uh, that, you know. The blue chip the, the quote unquote blue chip nft projects that do an announcement like Board eight raises this much amount of money or pixel vault raises this much. Mo- like the there are there's a public side where where some nfts will be like hey guys we just want to let you know we raised x amount of millions of dollars that means we're going to be here and that's that's totally fine you know none none of it is a problem but what i think is challenging for founders uh is that you know when you go to OpenSea, you've got this jpeg versus that jpeg and behind the scenes this person is a solo artist or like a team of a group of friends who are trying to make something and this one is a is a venture backed startup that has raised you know several million dollars but it's not public that they that they announced it right mm-hmm. and they don't have to announce there's no law that you know whatever but but it's a very different or they're different organisms you know what i mean oh, like the thing that these are trying these projects are trying to do are completely different. And, and, but from a public facing side, they look identical because it's like that cool image or that cool image. And this, this team's roadmap versus that team's roadmap. And so I think it's, I think that, I think from a consumer side, that's actually something that can be hard because I don't think a lot of people, I think the perception right now is that most of these projects are just a group of really cool people making stuff. And while that's true for a lot of people, there's also Uh, groups that are really cool people making stuff backed by millions of dollars you know what i mean oh yeah whether that's good or bad i'm not i'm not really here to judge but but i think from a customer facing side there's still that like indie rock kind of like alt band like these are all like like small bands playing in garages when 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 the truth is is that they you know if you go out back one of them has a has a giant bus with like a fridge in it you know what i mean yeah totally. No, yeah, that's, like, the thing. I mean, um, you know, I'm all for, like,
1: just, like, the plywood stage and just, like, you know, just winging it and, you know, like, 10 people show up at the show, but you still play it. It's fine. You put the work in. I mean, take the Henry Rollins approach to it. Just, just Yeah, hell yeah, man. tour every day. But um, at the same time, too, it's, like, these the, when there's a lot of money behind something, too, and that, that's a that's standard, I mean, that also sets uh, the bar quite high, too. And then if a small project has to suddenly deliver a lot of these things that are you know become the standard of what's promised it becomes a lot harder to actually compete with and then and it's really up to the consumer to do the research and kind of figure out like do you want to actually be in this project Do you want to support this thing or you know are you for indie creators are you just going to give money to a big corporation again and just right. keep following it the way it was before that's right um i don't know yeah it's a, uh, it is weird because it's um the web3 thing is the whole idea is to kind of get around all this like
0: i know yeah. stuff and it's it's just the corporations are just slowly getting into it again and oh 100 man it figure it out but yeah. you know it's like it's like it doesn't matter which path you choose they both have challenges right like like you like the independent creator has disadvantages and advantages and the the project startup that raises has advantages and disadvantages for the for the independent creator the challenge is finance and time right? Yeah. Like you, you, most creators have more time than money. So you got to put, you got to grind it out. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the pro that, and that would be the con, right? The pro is that if you're dedicated to it and if it's just like, I'm going to do this, there's really nothing to stop you from doing this for 20 years. Like there really isn't right. Yeah. Unless you get tired or bored or injured or worse. Right. Like there's really no reason to stop if, if, if the support is there and you're enjoying what you're doing and people enjoy you doing it right. Um, on the, on the startup side, the, the pro is, uh, the money to do what you want to do, right? Hey, we want to make a game. Boom. Here's, here's a hundred million dollars or $10 million or X number of millions of dollars. You have the team, you've got the marketing supplies, you've got the office, right and you've got you can grind it out and all of a sudden you've got like a team on discord you've got your team on twitter you've got your team building the game or building the property or building the merchant that's taken care of the money is there for you to build your vision so that is the one element that you don't have to worry about right yeah. um you just add the add add gasoline to the fire that's what the money does um on the con though is that the price of that cash is exit. right so there's only there's only three outcomes for a venture-backed startup there's only three um IPO which is going public right yep. stock exchange Nasdaq right you're going public um the second option is an exit where which is what happens to most companies where your company gets purchased by another company and that's how all the investors get their their money back and you get paid and you get the exit right yeah uh, and the third is that it blows up and goes away yep. right there, there is no other option for that there the, the there isn't like hey i'm going to do this for 25 years you know hey this is going to be my career i'm going to do this forever right like that only happens if it's like a facebook or or like a really big company or if your company sells and you just decide to stay yeah. which rarely happens usually the founder takes off so oh, sure. so all of a sudden you have like you have this dynamic which which and i think this is something that the public doesn't really understand about nfts yet because it's the, the audience is young to the startup side you know what i mean yeah. but like you, it's something to consider right it's like okay if they're venture backed and they have financing that means they they're they're projecting out into the market that they, they have to hit if you raise if you raise 4 million dollars you're basically saying that you're going to be valued at about 40 million a 10x so that you have to hit that company is saying that we have to hit that so we can get more financing. If they don't hit it, or if it goes south, it's game over. Yeah, right. Everyone gets laid off. No more company. So, so I think there's such a there's such a, a a balance between those two things, right? It's like, and I think it's up to us as founders to also educate people on like what we're about and where we're going. And what we desire for ourselves and for our project and for our lifestyle, right? So that so that they as, as family consumers, customers, whatever you want, however you want to define the people that support, right? Yeah. Like we call them AFM because these guys are like, these people are family to me. Like they're I can't do what I, I can, I can't be they, they're giving me permission to do what I'm doing. Yeah, And, and so it's, it's really my responsibility and our responsibility to say, Hey, like, this is just so, you know, like, these are the pros that we have by choosing this direction. And these are the cons and that's okay. Right. There is no win-win magic. Like it takes either way is a tremendous amount of work. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And, um, yeah, I think also like on that point too, it's like, you know, funding is, is a, is a factor. It's like, yeah, that can determine the scale of your vision really. And, um. Like, even in our case, we didn't we didn't sell out of our original goal. Like, we tried to, like, oh, if we have, like, enough funding, like, how would that look? And, yeah, we didn't we didn't even hit that, really. But um we got, we did, it was, like, enough to get it going, basically. But it's, um you know, but it doesn't matter because the project wasn't designed. Like, what if 10 people were in it? Like, could we right. say, and that's how it was designed? So it could still work. Like, I got, like, you know, 50-year, you know, uh, whatever, like, ENS domain. I'm, like, I'm doing, like, 20 years later, I'll probably still be working on this. So... That's like the mindset I have. I'm not like, you know, even if I lost money, I'm, I'll probably still be doing this.
0: So it's that's up. awesome, man. I think that's such the right attitude to have. You know, it really is. I, I tell people like, this is it. Like I'm gonna be doing this for, for, for the next 25 years. Yeah. And it's- I say that as someone, and the reason I can say that is because I know exactly what it takes to do it. Cause I've done it already. I've already put 25 years in, this is just the next 25. Do you know what I mean? and have to drop everything and switch it's the same thing it's just now it's through a different medium but it's the same thing so it's it's you know granted you know there's there's out life stuff that that could you know interrupt that but outside of all that that stuff like there's no reason not to do it exactly if i wasn't doing nfts i'd still be doing the exact same thing i'm doing right now because that's what i did for the last 20 years (laughs) you know what i mean like these these are i have behind me these are these are toys that we made right they're like physical physical toys like I'm just gonna like okay now they're digital, you know. Yeah, same idea. Cool.
1: No, it's incredible and I, yeah, but even like the the mindset of it. I remember even in like third grade, I was I was still making comics and I just loved making like a book, stapling together, handing it to somebody and just look look at the reaction and just share stuff you made and then you know, people start making comics too and you know you share them and it's like I'm still doing the same thing now and but now it's just like digital and it's just a different way of doing it but you know the heart's still in it so.
0: Oh yeah. You just- well, awesome, man. Let, let me let's uh let's uh cap this off really well. We're gonna bring we're gonna bring Dusty up there. Cool. Uh, let's see, Dusty. I'm gonna add you to stream, sir. Hi, Dusty. Hey, look at that. He's on stream. It's so weird. Whoa. Oh, hey. You're on mute, brother. <laughs> it's classic. <laughs> well, hello. Thank- uh really quick mk says mk says uh would love to see this go for 25 years great attitude count me in
1: oh, sweet
0: awesome hell yeah awesome. man uh uh all right so we're doing a, a prize wheel we have got a prize wheel with everybody who uh put a comment in the chat box you are on the wheel so anybody that didn't do it this is your last chance Say last chance today. while while dusty's got the last chance call uh, juan carlos says 25 years, come on, get, get the next generation and let's roll for the next 50. <laughs> yeah, and KG's like, Dusty, Dusty, yes. Dusty. Awesome. All right, so go ahead and uh, if you want to share your screen, uh, Dusty, I'll, uh, I'll add it to, uh... there we go. Let's see, look at that. Done. Look at wow. that prize wheel. That's so nice. <laughs> Did we get everybody? I think we got everybody. I think we got everyone. If your name is not on there, let us know now. Take a quick look. We'll give it, we'll give we're gonna do a countdown. We'll do a, a 10 second countdown. I'm watching chat because I know there's a delay. Ten, nine, eight, seven, <laughs> six, five, four, three, two, one. All right, let's go. And the wheel is spinning. Look it at that. Spinning. The picker wheel is so cool. Oh, here it comes, here it comes. Uh, KG, what's up? KG, congratulations, KG. You have won the NFT giveaway Ashcan edition. Thank you so much, sir, for playing badass win. Uh, uh, Dusty will reach out. Uh, we'll, we'll get your wallet of choice and uh, we will deliver it to you ASAP. So hell yeah, man, that's awesome. <laughs> KG's like, woohoo! hell yeah, man. <laughs> that's great, that's gonna come in handy real soon. Let me tell you. Uh, i think says congrats one uh says congrats thank you guys it's so awesome uh Willie d says congrats mk says congrats um hell yeah so uh uh dusty i'll be right back okay oh oh wrong oh, oh there you go <laughs> technology <laughs> so dusty thank you so much man that was awesome uh scott dude when where can we find you where where should we point people um, I'd say specsofdust.club. You can go there,
1: you can read the comments for free. You don't need to own NFTs or anything. Just just anybody to read. And then if you want to be in the conversation, hop on the Discord. Um, or if you want to get in specs of dust, you know, you grab one off the floor, hop in. I mean, vote for the story. You know, one of those options. I mean, we'll be there.
0: Awesome. Scott, thank you so much. Everybody, check out specsofdust.club. Um, the website's awesome. I love it. I actually have it on my screen and it's just been it's so cool. I've been watching the uh uh, the speck of dust, the grandfather speck of dust, <laughs> rocking chair for like the last hour. I love it. It's very soothing. It's very nice. It makes me want to sip my tea. Um, Scott, thank you so much, brother. This has been fantastic. Oh, thank you. This is such
1: an awesome opportunity, and I uh, love the show. And I'm just a huge fan of your work. So just super cool. Really appreciate
0: it. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you as well. And everybody, thank you so much. Evening, Alpha. Uh, we love you. Please like, share, subscribe, sp- spread the word uh we're here um all the time we do our best to do it multi times a week as, as many times as we can get guests on uh, which has been quite a bit which has really been awesome so um props to the entire community for for the support and uh we'll continue to give you the good stuff um also check out uh adult uh, check out our discord hop into it we love you um and with that um we will see you next time and as always uh god bless take care peace out take care of others eat your food.